When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you, too, find it difficult to change your diet to contain less carbs or fats, you'll be amazed to hear that a population of bacteria were modified to eat no food at all, but literally feed from air. Scientists genetically constructed and forced the common bacterium to evolve so that it can feed on carbon dioxide, just like plants do. I call the senior researcher of this study, Ron Milo, from the Wiseman Institute of Science in Israel, to tell me more. The main discovery of our work is that we show that one could take bacteria and transform its uh, mode of growth, change it very significantly from being dependent on being given sugar that then emits CO2 in the process of growth, reversing it into a situation where the bacteria take up CO2, produce sugar as well as the other components of the biomass. So it's a real transformation from what is known as heterotrophs, meaning organisms that rely on being supplied food, into autotrophs that are able, given the energy source, to take CO2 and build from that the biomass and, and food. These new evolved bacteria feed from carbon dioxide and energy that is not provided by sunlight, like what plants use, but from a material called formate. Formate, it's interesting both because bacteria cannot use it as a to assimilate into its body and could only use it as an energy source by giving electrons that are what drives the, the processes in the bacteria. And at the same time, it's a compound that can be produced electrochemically through electricity directly from the air. These revolutionary autotrophic bacteria were created and evolved in the lab from a common bacterium called Esterichia coli. Yeah, so we were able to do that by a combination between what's known as rational design and lab evolution. In the first step, the rational design, we're adding components into the cell that are genes that code for the machines that enable the process of carbon fixation, as well as delete some steps that are otherwise wasting energy for the cell. And the second step is uh, lab evolution, in which you take the bacteria and put them under conditions of strong selection, such that they're given ample uh, CO2 and energy source, and very little sugar, such that there's a very strong motivation, if you like, for doing the adaptation process into depending only on CO2. So by creating an extreme environment where biomass is very scarce, but where there is an excess of carbon dioxide, the genetically modified bacterium, E. coli, evolved into a species capable of feeding on carbon dioxide and independently of what it originally used as food. This lead evolution process takes a few months for the E. coli bacterium, which translates to only a few hundred generations. 
Now, our ability to produce autotrophs is extremely promising, and Ron and his team have big plans for their research. So we're really interested in understanding what happened through this evolution steps in the lab, and therefore we'll be working on understanding the genetic basis of, the, of what happened there. This is one direction. Another direction is try to adapt the cells further into being able to work at ambient atmospheric conditions rather than the current situation where we're giving them elevated CO2 levels of about 5 or 10% CO2. We want to see if they could grow also at 400 parts per million, which is what we find in the, in the current atmosphere. And this could, be, could make it closer to potential usages. One significant potential application of this work would be to use such autotrophic bacteria to actively remove carbon dioxide from our atmosphere, which is a major concern of today's society. Currently, what we have is something that needs more energy that is stored in the end, and therefore it emits more CO2 than is being absorbed. This is in the current implementation, as, as we're talking about using formate. But in the future, one could use alternative energy sources, such as direct renewable energy that could be fed, or hydrogen that could create a net negative carbon process. Needless to say, this is good news for our atmosphere and environment, for which the excessive carbon dioxide emissions continue to be a major problem. That was Ron Milo from the Wiseman Institute of Science explaining his study recently published in Cell.